So, today I'll be talking about my story because I felt like it. So, I'm gonna start with where I was born. Well, I was born and raised in Emirates in a city that's called Ras al Khaimah. Oh my god. And then, well, I was raised there with my mom and my dad. And I had a pretty good childhood, actually. And then, four years later, my brother was born. And I loved my brother so much from the bottom of my heart and we grew up and then when I was seven years old my mom had a well my parents had a divorce And I was devastated and everything became so black and dark. I visited my dad from time to time, but I never really saw him that much. I mean, even when when we were living together, I didn't see him that much. He was always working. And then, um, my mom met this man, and then they got married. So I had a stepdad. And then, like we met him, me and my brother, one time before or two times I think before they got married and because this man lived in Denmark um, we had to move there because he couldn't find a job there that's what he said and then when I was 10 We went to Jordan for a year just to see our families before we um, go to Denmark. Then we went there um, to Jordan and like we had a pretty good year there. And then like uh, we went to Denmark when I was 11. I think and so yeah 11 shit life I mean time goes by so fucking fast so then we moved to Denmark we live we live in 
oh switch which is the next second which which is the second big city in Denmark it's a pretty good city actually like i love it so yeah and then like after like i was so excited like i never been to europe i never traveled outside the middle east like i was so excited it was always a dream of mine to go and explore but then yeah like my stepdad because me and my brother like we grew up and then like we never really had like problems with our family and stuff we never really argued and stuff yeah we did it from time to time but it was it was never really a problem like we had a pretty good childhood in emirates so when we came here my stepdad and my mother were fighting because of us because my stepdad never really wanted us to come with so we starting fighting a lot like me my brother i hated my brother my mom like sometimes i loved her and sometimes i just hated her from the bottom of my heart like he tore us apart our whole family and like when i got older i started like um learning like the language and stuff and like so yeah we started school here um then i started learning the language and everything so the first like one not even one year like half a year then like we started fighting every day it was the most sad thing in the world like how could our lives transform to that big sad thing miserable thing that we never really thought of like we never really thought all that would happen to us so and i just want to say like my stepdad well yeah my stepdad he's so fucking narcissistic he does everything for his own sake he never really cared for my mom and then like two years after my mm, yeah two years after my mom got like pregnant but my stepdad recently my mom told me that he really he he didn't even wanted the baby he told her 
that she should have an abortion on self and they went to the clinic to have an abortion but she said no at the end and then my sister was born and I already hate babies so yeah because they scream and stuff but now I see the joy of it it's beautiful but I still hate the screams but it's okay <laughs> um so we started fighting a lot and a lot every fucking day and um Like, um, oh my god. I'm just thinking about what I should say. This whole thing is a lesson that, le- that I learned from. I mean, it's a sad lesson, but it's alright. You learn from everything that happens. There's nothing there's no such thing as good or bad if it's like quote unquote bad but you learn a lesson from it it's not bad why would you call it bad and then like okay back to the story (laughs) and then like we started fighting a lot and then like Like, he beat me up so fucking much. One time he beat me up so much. My ear, my whole fucking ear was blue. And my brother, oh my... Because I'm older, he didn't beat me up that much. But still. But my brother, every day, he would beat him up every day. And my brother loved him so much. Like... I never called him dad, but my brother, he was, like, always calling him dad and stuff. And, like, he wanted to go out with him and help him with stuff. But he's, like, my stepdad, he doesn't understand that. He's narcissistic. And my stepdad already has two, 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 um, like, kids and they were around the same ages of us me and my brother so yeah <laughs> wow so we saw them sometimes and like me and his daughter like we would talk sometimes and stuff but we're not really friends i mean we don't talk with kid with with each other anymore but like it's okay so then I told my mom a million times is he really better than my dad is he really worth your time is he really worth your energy and all the stuff that you do for him is he really worth it she didn't see it she didn't see it I kept telling her that for like a long time 
she didn't really see it. And like he would also beat my mom. Like what the fuck is wrong with him? Like seriously. Like then my mom started worrying a lot. And she called like the... Um, how... Um, like the people... I don't know. Like the people that help here. I don't know what to call them. But like they they help like because like Denmark helps a lot with teenagers and um, family problems so there's this like I don't know what to call them but like it's okay so she called them and said like um like could you help us like my kids like they're miserable my daughter is depressed she can't like she doesn't do anything and like like everything is just like sad and yeah and then like oh my god i say like a lot oh shit (laughs) so we my oh so my mom called them and like they they came like one time in our home and they like they talked with us and stuff and then like hmm, one time like she told us not like out of nowhere of course she talked with us and stuff but like she was like no wait um one time we were gonna travel to like in jordan i think and then we went to the airport and then we were in the airport and the airport is in the what is it called fuck um i don't know what's called but like the big like kurvenhaun the biggest city in denmark is it i don't know man fuck it um um that and then we like went there and they were like we went when when they saw our passports because we have Syrian passports because our dad is from Syria so we they looked at our passports and they say well you can't travel to me and my brother and we cried the whole trip back to Oz to where we live and then the the thing that helps with the families and stuff they came the next day and they said oh well there there's like because not uh, out of nowhere but like just uh, I don't know how because my mom talked with them I don't really know what they talked about but then like we she said like we have we we're not forced to only if we want but 
of course we agreed like because like we we really wanted to go um out of this bullshit like we didn't want to live at home so she said like do you want to go and live in this place where we take care of you and like everything to me and my brother we lived at the same place um it's called Krasenine in Oz and I was like and we said yes and our our traveling bags were already filled so we didn't have to pack anything so we went there straight away and like I had my own room and my brother had his own room and there was it's it was just so beautiful but then um she said like you're gonna like maximum stay there for like three months and then like when we got there like and like we lived there for like one month and like it was so great but I just didn't see it I just didn't see the greatness in it and the like yeah but whatever I hated some some of the people that worked there because I don't know why can't even remember so three months passed by then I told them I don't want to live here anymore. She told me I'm going to live here for maximum three months. And then I always sneaked out and went back home. Even though it was the most miserable place I think in the whole world. But I just didn't want to be there. I just, I don't care. I just want to be home. And then after that, after like one month, they said, okay, whatever, you go live there. And I then went home. And then I went home. And I lived at home. And it was the most miserable year of my fucking life. I was at my lowest point. I... I binged eat a lot and I was in my room like 24-7 I never really went out of my room and sometimes I would hear my mom and my stepdad fighting and it was just so sad I was crying all the time I had nothing. Well, I felt like I had nothing. And I had a friend that we're, I mean, we're still best friends. And, um, I mean, she's the most amazing person. I can't even describe how amazing she is. nobody can see that she can't see that I don't know why 
if you hear this, I fucking love you, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we went out sometimes. We had like a small group, like me, her, and like this other boy. And um, we went out a lot. And one time, my and my best friend, we fought. Or something happened. I really don't remember. And then we stopped talking. And my mom always told me she was a bad influence. Because, like, we are Muslims. (laughs) Well, my whole family is Muslim. I'm not Muslim anymore. But. So, because she drank alcohol. And she had a boyfriend and stuff. She didn't have a boyfriend at a time. But, like. Um, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. She always told me she was a bad of influence on me. Like, what the fuck? She's literally my best friend. Like, my mom never talked to her. Like, how could you see that? She is hella wrong. My mom was hella wrong. She's... She isn't a bad influence, and she will never be. So, where were I? Yeah, I was. Oh, well, <laughs> I just dropped my phone, <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god. Well. <laughs> Um Yeah. And then like I was at my lowest point and like my mom was too. I could see it. She was devastated over everything. She would always tell me, "I'm sorry I did that to you." Like about like about the whole situation, me living here, me living in in my own world, depressed world. I'm sorry I did that to you and stuff. I'll be like, it's not you. It's it's, it's not you. You didn't do that. It's, it's my stepdad. You just can't see it. Like, get a divorce already. My dad was better than this. My own dad was better than this. And then... She started seeing it a bit. But she wouldn't tell. And then... Because, like... I was living in a depressed hell. um, The people that help... They came and said, like... Um, we waited a year for that. She said, like, okay, we found a place that you could live in. It's called Skensen in Aarhus. So I still live in Aarhus. I still do to this day. Um, so, yeah. I... So I was so happy. I was so happy. 
couldn't imagine how happy I was when they said that. I just couldn't handle it anymore. Then I came here. It was the most beautiful. But then... Everything also went downhill. A bit downhill from there. My mom was still fighting with my stepdad. And he said... What... Um, we were we were always fighting because of the children like us, me and my brother but they were still fighting and me and my brother was like out of home we didn't live at home and they were still fighting so who's the problem now? he is like what the fuck? he can't see it he's so fucking narcissistic like goddamn. so I lived here now I'm 16. Wow. Um, I live here in this place still. I, I still live at Skansen and like. Wow. This podcast is really fucking good. <laughs> it's not for you, it's me. It's for me. then like I was so fucking sad the first week well not not even the first week what the fuck the first two days and then I realized wow that girl really fucking hates me why (laughs) what the fuck I didn't do shit but then she wouldn't show it but I just feel it and she would talk about me behind my back with the people that live here too like we're all teenagers that live here and this girl really hated my guts I don't know why I didn't do shit to her but she just did and then like we were here and like most of the kids here smoke weed and I have never tried weed I didn't even know what it was so yeah so I sneaked out at night with them to go I didn't really know what I was doing but I just did it so I smoked this thing that you call weed and the first time I didn't really get high because whoa because like I just took two puffs and that was it. So, yeah. But the second time I sneaked out with them. Ooh, I got high. 
I was so paranoid because I was I didn't know what I was doing like I didn't even read about it I didn't know what it does so I got really fucking paranoid and what I was scared as fuck so yeah then like these two teens like they were like talking I was following them because we we were going home and I was scared I was behind them they and they weren't talking to me they were talking together and then I was hella scared but it's okay it was a long time ago like eight months maybe nine months eight I don't know yeah maybe yeah so but this girl really hated me and because like the people that live here the teens that live here they're like I felt like they were a group and then like they would always sneak out at night and have fun and talk together so I was an outcast here and I was like hmm what the hell and every time they snuck out I would hear them from my window and I would cry to sleep because I wasn't with them and I started cutting Oh, that shit. I cut, like, one time. But, one time, but multiple times, like. But, yeah, we're not gonna talk about that too much. We don't want to. But, yeah, and they noticed that I'm sad. And they tried to talk to me and stuff. And nothing really, like was going as I wanted it to I had plans I had everything set up in my mind like when I come here they would find a school for me and some wow I didn't even talk about the school wow how crazy when I lived at home I was going to this school and there was a boy that bullied me every fucking day and just a just a little thing to say I was always an outcast in school always like the second school that I went to is where I met my best friend it was like the most beautiful year in school like the most um, amazing year in school because like we were like still learning the language and we we were like making fun of the language and it was so fucking funny like (laughs) but then like now I went to a real school like well, it was a real school, but then, like, I went to a normal class in another school that is very nearby my home that I used to live in. So, 
I yeah I went there and there was this boy I went to like seventh grade and three months or of uh, eighth grade because I couldn't handle it anymore he bullied me every single day <laughs> oh I still remember one story um, one time I dyed my hair blue and I went the next day to school <laughs> what the fuck and the guy that bullies me he said to his friend like like the whole class could hear it like did you see (laughs) did you see that blue ninja (laughs) and I instantly knew he was talking about me why would he say that randomly and then his friend like Oh my god, his friend, he was like, no, no. (laughs) Like, he was so fucking scared, he didn't want to be a part of it. But then, he stopped, and I was like, all in my feels, and I wanted to cry. And then, the teacher told him, I'm gonna talk to you after class, because even the teacher knew he was talking about me. Everyone knows he bullies me every day. So the teacher talked to him and then like um when the school like um the day the school day was done I went to the teacher that told talked to him and said was he talking about me because I just wanted to make sure and he said yes and I started bawling my eyes out but now that I look at it, bro, that's hella funny. Like, if if he says to, said that to me now, like the guy that bullied me, I would <laughs> I would laugh so fucking much. Look at the blue ninja. <laughs> So yeah, and then like in eighth eighth grade, three months go by, I said, fuck it, I'm not going to school anymore. I didn't go to school. They tried to fix it, like they put me in a class alone with nobody. And it was not only because of the bullying, I was behind class because I was also depressed and stuff. This is when I lived at home. And like Christine, the the place that I lived in, not home too. Yeah. So yeah. And then when I What the fuck? Not saying the story in order. Fuck it. <laughs> Why should I? When I lived at home, also, like the not the was it? Yeah, the year. The year that I left this place and went home again, they found a school for me, because I didn't want to go to this school. 
they found another school and i went there for like two fucking weeks and i said nope not going there again because i just i don't know i've uh, the bad energy oh my god the people there i just couldn't and i always slept in class oh my god so i couldn't do that and then i came here to this place skinson i told you a, a bit about it and the girl that hated me so the girl moved away because she was doing a lot of drugs and stuff actually a lot of people moved away almost everyone is new not everyone but almost we're eight living here now well there is eight rooms <laughs> so eight people live here and there's of course the people that work here there's always someone sleeping here for emergencies or stuff yeah um And I have a big ass room. Damn. So big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I gotta go to sleep. No. Fuck it. What sleep? What time? Ooh. So, where was I? Well, where was I? What the fuck? Oh, then a couple months ago, because they were trying to find a school for me again. They said, we, um, okay, we found a school. It's the th same school, um, that you went for, um, that you went in for like two weeks. I was like, what the fuck? The same fucking school that I went to? God damn. They really worked hard to find another school. Oh my God. Oh my God. And they still get paid for that shit god damn clap for them <laughs> oh my god i was like well fuck it i'm not going to school i told my the person that like i'm like the person i don't know what to call it um Who is it? Who is it? What should I call them? Hmm. Like, contact person. I don't know what it means in English. Sorry. But not sorry. I'm not sorry for anything. Fuck you. Um, sorry for that, though. Um, then, like... 
they started taking pee tests on me because I don't even want to tell the story how they found out because it's just so what the fuck so they started taking pee tests on me and they found out that I smoke weed and I yeah and I was still smoking weed but not with them with my best friend and a guy that I met (laughs) well that was so perfect um I haven't I need sleep but I just can't so I'm just making a fucking podcast wow so where were I (laughs) everything's just so funny about this world Everything happens for a reason. You learn from the mis- not mistakes. You learn from the lessons, and everything is just so beautiful when you see it. So, ugh, I fucking love my best friend. God damn. Um. Oh, oh my god. Forgot I was recording. So I was um, still smoking weed. But this time I read about it and I know everything. Not everything. Nobody knows everything. But like most of, of the stuff about it. And then I told my mom. My mom knew. And I told her I don't want to be Muslim. Like my family. She was like. I mean. I don't like. I don't like that. But I'm not going to argue with you. Or tell you. um, Not to do that. I will leave you alone. But I don't like that. I said. Okay fine. And I don't care. It's my own decision. I can be whatever I want now. Wow. It's just so amazing. When you have the feeling. That you can do anything. And everything you want. Just by believing in yourself. And loving yourself. I mean wow. So. Back to the story. I guess. It's a little boring, but it is. It was an intense ride for me to be in that story. (laughs) I am the story. I am the story. I am my own story. Wow. Wow. Words are powerful. Well, this guy, 
oh my god i meet i met like not met but talked to so many people on the internet because like i didn't go to school or anything so i didn't really have friends i just had my best friend but yeah we started talking again and we became best friends again so fucking love you bitch never forget that hope you hear this she knows ab- about everything in my life so and then my mom told me she was having a divorce and i was like yes thank f- thank you so fucking much like oh my god i'm not gonna tell yeah i'm just gonna say that i'm not gonna go into details with that because it's a long ass story well but she said she's gonna get a divorce and now she lives like in a temporary place for like three months she's gonna move to the place where not in the place but like near the place that my brother lives like in Sunabal. Sunabal, yeah and that city where my brother lives in a another apostle what do you call apostle in english i really don't know but yeah then yeah and she's the most happy oh wow she's the most happiest person now and like she's alive again yeah and my father i don't know where he is where he lives if he has a wife kids i don't even know anything about him and no i don't have his number and i blocked him on facebook because he said i couldn't have a profile picture where my face shows that's what i why i blocked him because that's the only thing that he cares about <laughs> so i don't really care for my father but he was he will always be a part of my life <sighs> never really loved him never really hated him he was just there <laughs> i don't know But sometimes I just think, hmm, would my life be different if I had a father figure? Because, like, I just loved having a father. But I, like, the thought of having a dad. It's just beautiful. But my dad, like, he was just there. Never really was a father figure was always my mom so i never really say that i'm from syria i always say i'm from palestine because my mom is from palestine but like in our culture um we have to say like um, that we're like because you have what the fuck we have to say like um, we're like because our like 
last name and stuff is from our father's side so we're from technically from Syria because he is from Syria because everything is from him but fuck it why should I I don't want to be from Syria from Palestine bitch (laughs) so yeah I tell people that I'm from Palestine because my mom is from Palestine I'm half Palestine half Syria but I just tell that I'm from Palestine it's much easier so back to the story story who my story I'm the main character in my story. In my story, I'm the main character. In your story, you are the main character. And you can act like it if you want to. Or you have to. I don't know. Do whatever you want. I don't fucking care. Um, well, everything changed here. Even in, like, in current... My life didn't really change in quarantine. My life was always at home. Never really had friends. So my life didn't change at all. I just got a little bit sad about what's happening. But I just said, fuck it. Why should I be sad? I don't say fuck it, but I just think. I like think to myself why am I sad and stuff I don't I don't just like say fuck it and shit happens it doesn't work like that but then I started let's talk oh wait let's first talk about the me the people that I have met online when I was well, I am still living here. While I was still, while I was living here, so um, the first guy is named Lucas. We texted a bit on this app called Yubu. Fucking hate this app. What the fuck? And then, like, we met. And then, like, two days after. (laughs) What the fuck? Because I never really had a boyfriend. So I was like, he was like, I don't know who asked. I don't even know. Then, like, he became my boyfriend and stuff. Two weeks after, we break up. I mean, he's not even boyfriend material. What the What is even boyfriend material? He was just not. He's a f- he was a fuckboy. That's it. That's the explanation. Then like two days after or I don't know, two weeks after I've met this guy on Yubu again. His name is Tu Tua. I don't know how to even pronounce his name, but it's okay. Um We met and like we became like quote unquote best friends 
we are not best friends but it's okay shit happens you learn um he told me he stopped smoking weed i didn't believe him but like it's okay I believed him a bit because I have hope in people and then he started smoking again and I was also smoking but I smoked like more and they were still taking pizza so I was careful like when I smoke and when I don't smoke so yeah they didn't find out that I still smoked so we so they were saying like oh okay she's fine and then like after one week we became he became my boyfriend <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me oh my god i rush everything that's not good i'm not going to do that anymore i've learned so fucking much so fucking much Oh my god. And then like the just shit didn't work out and I was as he said I was too clingy because I wanted to be with him every day. I think I just wanted a boyfriend to be with every day just because I have no one else. I was just lonely. I didn't really want a boyfriend. I just needed someone to be with every day just to fill my needs. I was narcissistic about that. But it's okay. You learn. Now I spend most of my time alone in my room or in the living room drinking tea and hear and hearing about drugs. <laughs> that's cool um and learning about drugs it's interesting as fuck wow and why do we call them drug drugs hmm so we broke up after 2 weeks wow <laughs> So I never never really considered him. I never really consi- considered him my ex. Well, I didn't talk to Lucas after we broke up, but I still talked to two cuz he seemed like a nice guy, like why not? But then like when like when we smoked together i never really had a good high like because like he was talking a lot and i was just like mhm mhm yeah okay but it's okay shit happens so yeah And I never really had a number of a drug dealer so I was just I would just keep him to like have someone that because he was not a drug dealer but like he had a number and like 
every time I needed to read, it was just I would just uh, text him and say, "Can you call the drug dealer? I want weed." And then he would say, "Sure." And like we can also smoke together. I would say, "Okay, fine." And then like we would smoke together and stuff. But then like now I have. Then recently, like one month ago. They found out that I still smoke, and I told them everything, like the place that I live in. I told them everything. And then, like, um, they said it's fine. It's okay. It's it's good that you're honest with us and stuff. So yeah.